Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition. Believe in betting. I am Tom Barton. And I, I got to tell you guys, I am pumped up for today's show. Look, it's not often that we sit back and we really dive into the NHL before the playoffs begin. But the NHL is an area where I have made a lot of money over the years. I have really amped it up over the last three or four years. And anybody that listens to our regular show uh, or even our weekend show, Want to Bet Weekend Edition, anybody that listens to that over at uh, hashtag SGN on the Sports Garden Network, you guys know I'm giving you winners week in and week out, uh, day in and day out in some cases with the NHL. Now, I want to get into the NHL because we had a lot of positive feedback on the NBA show last week. And look, it was the NBA was at the half. So I did the NBA against the spreads and teams that I expected to move forward. And we really got into a lot of NBA conversation. And, you know, somebody wrote us and said, you know, Tom, you know, I know you like the NHL. And uh, you can make a lot of money on the NHL. Why haven't you done one of these with the NHL? Well, the reason was is because during the year, it's a football-laden show just because that's what the market asked for. People that are sports bettors really, really are football bettors first and foremost. And a lot of people during this transition, this period of time, um, they all sit back and basically kind of take off or just dabble until March Madness comes, which, you know, we're about a week away. So next week's show we're really going to have to really dive into March Madness and getting into the conference tournaments the week after that, even further into the conference tournaments. And then all of a sudden, we're going to get into the first round of March Madness, which will carry us through for the next three weeks or, th or so. During that period of time, we are also still going to try to sprinkle in some NBA talk. Obviously, Major League Baseball, we're hoping, comes back. So that'll start becoming a topic of conversation. You have free agency in the NFL. Then we get into April and you have the draft in the NHL. Uh, NFL, and all of a sudden, the NHL is kind of left on the back doorstep. So I don't want to do that. It's just kind of time restraint and what you guys want. But for NHL fans, this is going to be a pretty important show because there are a lot of teams that you can obviously make money on. I want to look at the standings. I want to look at the against the spread numbers, uh, against the puck line and my philosophy on all of that, and really kind of dig in deep, even with a couple of prop plays. So let's get it started here and really lead it right off the top, okay? Where we sit here, you know, the Florida Panthers, as of right now, the best team in the NHL. And this is a team that, again, for our consistent listeners, for people that listen to Sports Garden Network, and you guys go check it out at Twitter, at Facebook, Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N, sportsgarden.com. Make, make sure you use the hashtag SGN. For those that did listen, I gave the Florida Panthers as my team to win it all before the year, and I was getting good odds at 18 to 1 odds. It was fantastic. So that is a team that I've really been following. But here's the thing. You can really, really make money on this team in spots, right? Uh, you go look at their record and say, well, overall, you're going to make money on them. Yeah, but there are usually, and this is the problem with hockey that drives people away. They're usually very, very big spreads. Um, but Florida is 23-4 and four at home. They actually lost this week at home, a 6-4 game against Nashville, uh, to give them their fourth loss at home. But look at look at the numbers there, 23-4. and four. Even if they're minus 200, 220, which they were the, this week, you're still, let's say we double it. 
right? Let's say you double that up and you're going 23 and eight. Let's say you triple it up and every line was minus 300. You know, 23 and 12. <laughs> right you're still making tremendous money on betting teams like that in certain spots that are just dominating in certain situations and the florida panthers are just a kind of good bet no matter what you're talking about their offense is absolutely explosive despite the loss even in that game you turn around and they scored four goals before that five six you know they got three spot in there um and then in their wins you know eight five four five one of the things I like to do in hockey when I, I'm looking at a big heavy favorite, I love to take that big heavy favorite and I love to throw a little bit on the over if it's a good offense like this. Now, there are some teams that are defensive-minded teams. So I'm not going to go near that, but I like to do that. And, and basically what you're doing is you're basically paying a team total that can pay both. Now, if you want to just go on a team total, and I know a lot of sites don't have that, um, yeah, team totals work really well. And the Florida Panthers seemingly nightly have a team total of about three and a half or four. Um, and they're either tying that or going over almost every night. So that's another way that you can look at it as well. So they're leading that, um, you know, that conference. You have Tampa Bay, obviously a team that if you have followed this, I gave them to win the championship two years in a row. We cashed two years in a row. I got off of them this year, but they are right behind them with 70 points. They're right there. Um, 16 and four at home. So you got a lot more home games to play. This is a spot where I think Tampa Bay in the second half here, if you want to talk about the, the closing end, they are going to really be able to make you money because they're starting to kind of feel that, okay, we want first place. We're chasing Florida. They're kind of trying to keep pace with them. And they do have, we're talking about seven less home games, um, well, really four less played, but seven less home wins. So their record isn't outstanding at home. Maybe you're getting a little value there. They still have four less games to play there. You have Toronto, which is really good. We know Toronto, big offensive team. And that's the difference with the new NHL. And I say new, but it really is. It hasn't been that long, but in the new NHL, offensive teams are just dominating. And the Toronto Maple Leafs come in to that offensive group as well. And then you have teams like Boston, more of a defensive team. But, you know, they, they are there. They're, they're good in all aspects. They are a little overrated um, when you're talking about the sports betting line. Detroit comes in. No one buys into Detroit. Detroit, well, they're 8-13 and 13 away. You don't touch them away, 15-9 and nine at home. Ottawa is a team... You know, look, they're on the back end. We know that Ottawa's bad, but Ottawa's pulled out some interesting wins here of late. And there, there's not a position, they can't win at home, but there's not really a position that you could just say, oh, okay, I'm blindly going against Ottawa. Now, they do have a bad defense, especially against the upper echelon teams. Buffalo, Buffalo, eight wins at home, eight wins on the road. You could make some money just blindly betting against Buffalo, but those lines are massively increased. And obviously, the Montreal Canadiens are, are just, just really bad. Four and 16 away. Um, they're giving up just about 200 goals against right now. 197 goals against. They are the worst team in the league. Seattle is second worst at 190. So they're actually giving up um, not seven goals more than the worst team in the league. I, they are a over team nightly. But here's the thing. As I'm recording this, they've won three games in a row. So pretty interesting. All right, let's go to the Metro. You have Carolina on top. Again, another team, 17 and four at home. They do fairly well on the road. Another team though, I feel like Carolina and the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, the next two teams I'm going to talk about, they are a little bit overvalued on the line, right? The lines are always a little pumped up a little bit more than I like to take a look at. The Rangers are still 
getting doubters. People still don't believe in this team. Look, they got 16 wins home, 16 wins away. The Rangers are a team that I expect in this second half here to really turn it on. I think that this Rangers team is going to go on a nice little streak, and people are kind of writing them off. You could still get value on the Rangers. Washington Caps come in next. Washington weirdly struggling at home. While they are 16-5 and 4 away, 12 and 10 and 5 at home. Uh yeah, I mean a goal here or there and all of a sudden this team is under 500 at home. That's an interesting team and, and it's a hard team for me to kind of buy into. Same thing with Columbus. I like Columbus at home. Columbus has looked good. They're 8 and 2 in the last 10. They've won 3 straight. Oh, that's all great, but they're still a game under 500. The Islanders are making their push. I think it's too little too late, but maybe that line um, and their bad start can can help us out a little bit. I haven't seen too much value there. Philadelphia team I thought was going to be a lot better. Eight wins home, eight, uh, seven on the road. They lost six in a row. This team looks really bad. And the Devils come out and surprise every now and then, but you can only take them at home where there are only a couple games under 500 at home. And just think about it. The Devils are 10, 13, and three at home. Washington is 12, 10, and 5. You know, a couple of goals here and there, and you're talking about two teams massively different on the value of a line that you can bet differently. Let's go over to the West. Colorado, the clear favorite, 21-3-2 at home. They crush everybody. They are the best team uh, you can say in the NHL. Now, I'm still going with Florida. You know, they have 212 goals. They have the most goals in the league over Colorado, who has 199, but it's pretty close. I think in a head-to-head matchup, I think if we get a final of Colorado-Florida, everyone's going to be very excited. But obviously, you're paying for the Colorado name, and it's going to be overinflated. St. Louis is second. St. Louis is not getting the credit they deserve at all here, guys, right? Now, this is a team that has 18 wins at home. They do struggle away. I get it. They have a lot of goals for, but it's not in the upper five or so, right? I mean, they have a, you know, a good defense, and this is one of those spots where more of a defensive team. Minnesota, another team where they're fantastic at home. They have a little bit of struggles away. Nashville, I, I think that Nashville is a team as consistent as you could possibly get. Take it for what it is, good or bad. There's only about 10 goals separating There are goals for, goals against. They have nine losses at home, nine losses on the road, 15 home wins, uh, 15 road wins, 14 home wins. I mean, they are consistent. They are consistently inconsistent, you could say, if you really want to look at it in a negative standpoint. Dallas, really good at home with 17 wins. Can't win on the road under 500. Keep that in mind. Winnipeg here. Winnipeg again, under 500 on the road. I thought Winnipeg was going to be a lot better this year. The Blackhawks, they have games where you look at this team, you go, I see the potential, I see what you're doing. So I can't just blindly bet against this team. Now they've lost three straight, they're in a bad stretch. And then you have Arizona, one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, six home wins, we'll speak to that. 18 home losses. And, you know, Arizona's going to be playing out the string here. I still think you could make some money off of them. Go to the Pacific. I- I'm going to start from the bottom up because I do want to concentrate on one team here. Start with Seattle. They are one of the worst teams in the league. Like I said, they they just can't they can't defend anybody. I mean, their scoring is one of the worst, um, if not the worst. Right? I think as of right now, uh, you know, and they're in the bottom five. The worst is Arizona with one fourteen. San Jose next. You can't really do much uh, with them. They they have lost now seven games in a row, but they are 11-11 and three. Eleven eleven and three home and away. That is a strange stat line. Vancouver, again, another team I thought might be a little bit better. Can't seem to get out of their own way. Anaheim, same situation. I thought Anaheim was going to have a really good defense this year. That is not the case. 
Los Angeles Kings do have a good defense, but their offense can't really give me a lot of credit or a lot of uh, faith going forward. So I want to give them credit for being here, but I don't love them. Edmonton, same thing. I rode Edmonton, and you guys did too. I rode Edmonton. I rode McDavid time and time again in the beginning of the season. Then they just completely fell apart. I jumped off of that ship. It might be time to kind of start jumping on, but because they are Edmonton, guys, uh, that's always going to be an inflated line. Vegas Golden Knights, they once had... A massive home court or home ice advantage that went away because people don't get the Vegas flu anymore. So they're a very good team, but there's not something that you could just kind of circle and say, okay, that is the team. And then we get to the team that is now in first place. They are 14, 4 and 4 at home, 16, 9 and 2 away, 169 goals for. They have the best defense in the NHL by quite a large margin, by a, a seven-goal margin, the least amount of goals against. When you're talking about goals for, yeah, look, they're not in the Florida or Colorado camp, but they're not that far back. Calgary Flames are a simply fantastic team right now. And right now, this team is absolutely dominating, absolutely dominating teams. They've won 10 games in a row, out of the last eight games, no one has scored more than two goals. And during that period of time, look, it's not a matter of that we're looking at this team and just taking on uh, nobodies. They went into Dallas and got that win. They beat Vegas. They beat Toronto. Okay? They beat a solid Columbus team, a solid Anaheim team, a solid Winnipeg team. And now I'm looking at their schedule and I'm going, they got Vancouver. They got two against Minnesota. They got Montreal. You know, there's a lot of kind of cupcakes in the next week here where they can continue this streak. Now, going to Colorado and then, you know, a day later, not the next night, but a day after that, playing Edmonton at home, that's going to be a little tough. Then they get Washington and, and Tampa. So they go at Colorado, Edmonton, Washington, Tampa. That's going to be a separator. Then you get a, a brief reprise from Detroit. And then they got to go at Colorado again. So when you're getting into early March, maybe the Calgary Flames, you know, are going to take a little step back. But I am massively impressed with what this team is doing right now. And I wanted to make sure that we are concentrating on how good this team is. You look at this team and you go, I mean, wow, right? I mean, absolutely, wow. This is a, a team that you have to pay attention to. Um, I do want to throw out a couple of other things here uh, against the spread numbers. And the over-unders, okay? So I'm going to throw out a couple of teams that, that you could really make some decent money on here when we're talking about over-unders and whatnot. The LA Kings, okay? 9-15 and 15 away to the under, so they play a lot of unders there. The Panthers, 19-7 and 7 to the over at home. Like I told you, that's something to pay attention to. 18-9 and 9 are the Predators away to the over, so you can make some money on the overs. The uh, Blue Jackets, one of the best over teams in the league. 16 and 8 over, 16 and 9 over when you're talking about home and away. Uh, the Canucks, 7 and 16 to the under, 16 unders when they are at home. That's something to pay attention to. So you do have a couple of these spots here. The Flyers are 16 and 9 to the over when they are at home. Uh, the Sharks are 8 and 16. When they are on the road, 16 unders. The Rangers have 15 unders at home with only eight overs. So you can find these spots. The Devils, 16 overs to only eight unders when they are away. Um, I'm trying to find the the, 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 the biggest comparison. The Kraken, look, the Kraken at home, 18 and 9. That, that's a big one. The Islanders are 6 and 17, 17 unders 
when they are at home. So those are some good against the spread numbers that we're looking at. And when you're you're sitting back and breaking these teams down, you know, that's things that you do. You do have to kind of pay attention to. Um, and, and you have to sit back and say, oh, yeah, you know, look, look, that that's that's a spot I could make some money on. Don't only go by, look, this and this is what we're looking at. I, I think you have to kind of take everything into account and take everything into favor here. So. Really, when we're looking at the second half, and I did this with the the NBA, people really enjoyed it. I still think Florida is the team to beat. Florida, Tampa, they're going to still be there. Toronto's going to be there. What's a team that I, I think is going to fall off the map or really continue? I think the Rangers have a push in them here. I think the Rangers absolutely have a push in them when you're talking about, you know, where are they going to be as opposed to where they are right now. I think that the Columbus Blue Jackets could have a push in them. I think Washington is an interesting team. I think people are expecting Washington to start looking good in the second half. And I think it could go the other way. And, and it's very easy to say, but I think the Sabres are going to fall off the map here. Look, they're a bad team, but come the end of the season, I don't think that their talent level is going to continue to kind of shock people every now and then. And that's what they've been doing over in the Western conference. I don't have a lot of faith in, in a lot of these teams continuing. Look, like I said, like I said, I think Calgary's going to continue for the next week or so, but they're going to have a rough spot there. I know that they're playing a lot at home, but they're going to have a rough little spot in early March. And then right about March, mid-March, March 15th or so, I think right around at the tournament time, I think Calgary's going to return it back on again. And all of a sudden you're going to have a deflated line. That's something to pay attention to. Um, I did think that Anaheim and LA were going to be better. I don't have any confidence that they're going to start excelling in any spot. I think Dallas might have a little bit of a pullback. I think Nashville might have a little bit, bit of a pullback. So that's where I'm looking at this. Uh, one guy I want to mention for prop plays, we made a ton of money on him over the years, and that's Mitch Marner. Um, this year, he wasn't as consistent. It seemed like nearly every night you could go out there and just say Mitch Marner's going to get a point, whether it be an assist or whatnot. But, you know, he's pulled back here a little bit. And when you, you're sitting back and you're going, oh, a little pull, well, well, Mitch Marner went on fire. Eight games from the middle of January to uh, right about a, a week ago, he had eight straight games with a goal or an assist. As a matter of fact, actually, eight straight games with a goal. Um, he actually <laughs> wound up uh, putting in 11 goals in the eight-game stretch, had a bunch of assists there. He was on fire. So you were able to make some money on the prop plates at that point, but he's kind of come back to earth here again, and now this is when it's become inflated now. Now when you're turning around and you're looking at it, and you're going as far as goals go, because, you know, he's a goal scorer, but he's only got one goal in his last seven games. That's a problem. He's only got three games in his last seven with a point, and it's a little bit misleading if you see, well, he's got six points in seven games. Well, he's got a three spot in there against Seattle, Kraken, which I think I could score a point against. He's got a two spot in there against Pittsburgh, and then the one spot uh, in his last game against Columbus. So he might be somebody that now the line is kind of coming back, and then you got to look for spots to jump on board with him. That's how I handle prop plays and player prop plays in the NHL, which I've done really well over the years. All right, guys, that's it. I wanted to give you kind of an NHL rundown, my thoughts on the NHL, where I'm going with it, and who I'm kind of following. 
I think there's a lot of money still to be made. I don't go with the puck line, guys. I go straight money. And if I got to lay 230, 240, I'll lay it. As long as the team is basically at home and they're a good dominating home team, I'll take that shot. All right, guys, next week we're going to start getting into college basketball. It's going to be conference tournament time the next time we talk. It's going to be a look at a conference tournament time. Enjoy your sports week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.